When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. As we debate the issues of the week on Crunch Time, Jordan Degoe has bought himself a place at the top of that list. His expedition to Bali, Kane referenced it on Thursday morning. I think the world wanted to come at him. 36 hours later, it looked one of the most prescient insights of the season. Sam, you've got a statement from Collingwood? They've just provided one, Jared. It reads uh, like this. The Collingwood Football Club is aware of video footage involving player Jordan Ngoi that was taken in Bali in recent days. The club will comment further as soon as it is in a position to do so. So a holding statement, if you like, but with the promise of more to come. There's no hindsight in this for you, Kane. What, when you first heard about it, why did it rankle with you? Uh, for a number of reasons, Jared. I, you've got to weigh up the history of a player when you're making these decisions. So there's there's a there's a lot of factors to this, and there's a lot of factors that cross your mind before you have a really strong opinion like that. But this is a guy who went on a so-called preseason training camp to New York, and ended up in a bathrobe at a nightclub getting arrested in New York and being stood down from his club. And the embarrassment that that caused for a new coach in the footy club was extreme. Now, we've got pretty short memories, don't we? Some, you know, 12 games into the season, they're now allowing the same guy on a four-day break. And the Collingwood say, well, he's having a 12-day break. Yeah, 12-day break between games, but not a 12-day break between training. You don't just go and have 12 days off. You have four days off. He's flown to Bali in those four days off. Now, Bali, I would think you are much more likely to get into trouble or to be lured into temptation than you would be in Victoria or if you're just having a quiet uh, getaway and mental break like 99% of the AFL players would be doing. So as I said to you on Thursday, how Collingwood... Now, you've said, Sam, Collingwood is looking into the Jordan Ngoi situation. I hope they're looking into who made the decision to let him go. I, I hope they're looking and reviewing going... Who made this decision when it came across our desk that we thought we could allow Jordan to go on a four-day break to go to Bali? I mean, it's just it's it's one of the most ridiculous um, things that I've seen for a long time. He clearly doesn't have the capacity to make informed decisions for himself that are in the benefit of his career with the situation that he's in. So, look, there's a number of factors behind it. I wasn't surprised at all. And those that are still defending it, you can't get away with doing what he did in that nightclub and the footage that has been shown in 2022, you mm. can't. You can't treat people like that. So for those of you saying, oh, he's just at a nightclub having a good time, just look into it a little bit clearer and look into the um, actions of himself that he has made in full display, in full public, that are now on the front page of the Herald Sun and the embarrassment that that causes the Collingwood Footy Club and its fans when everything is going really well. I mean, it's just it's one of the... Um, silliest decisions I've seen from a player ever and the club isn't without fault here.
for allowing him to go. There is that, that question of how many footballers do we think have nicked off overseas during the bye? <laughs> so there, there's the clear um, in, uh, the intention of having a week off is to give a break. So to Queensland, to anywhere with sun, how many have gone overseas? Bryce? I, I can't think of any, and especially my time at both Carlton and Adelaide, uh, going overseas, you wouldn't even, wouldn't even cross your mind. Like, mm. especially with only four days off. Yeah, absolutely. Go Head up north, get some sun, um, lay by the pool for a couple of days. But, yeah, to think you could head overseas uh, for four or five days, um, it, it, it certainly never crossed my mind and, and no other players that, that I played with uh, either. This is one for Bryson Kane. What power does the club have to stop a player in his uh, CBA-agreed time off from flying to another destination? Uh, I don't know, but if, if North Melbourne... Um, have the right to sanction a player for a trip to Adelaide, um, I reckon there'd be something in the powers that would strongly advise him not to go. Um, now, I don't know if you can say you can't go, but this is, I don't know who his, I don't know who his manager is either. Um, but you pay the manager 3% of your wage. So do the numbers on an $800,000 contract, take 3% of that. What is the manager doing here as well? What's, what's the advice that the manager is giving his player right now after what has gone on in the last few months. So if the club didn't strongly advise him, if his manager didn't strongly advise him, you've made a, a, a big error because, and and up till last night, I mean, we as I said this morning, we requested Collingwood to come on. I can't believe they haven't fronted up someone from the football department or someone from their leadership team there to, to answer those questions this morning. But up until last night, they were defending this decision. That was the correspondence we had from their media team saying, oh, he, he was having a 12-day break like every other player. No, he wasn't. He wasn't having a 12-day break. And not every other player has taken off for a five-and-a-half-hour trip to Bali and carrying on like that in the middle of a nightclub. So Collingwood can't be absolved of, any, of some of this blame. And, and what they do in the future, Sam, I want to ask mm. you about that. He's still out of contract. Thank goodness they resisted... Uh, the urges of a lot in the media to sign him up. And some people were saying, just give him whatever he wants because he's that important. Thank goodness they resisted those urges. But what does it mean for his contract negotiations now? That's a very, very good question, isn't it? Maybe there's a part of it, and this is just not speaking with any, not just, just hypothesising for a moment, that they let the player mm. run his own race. And for lack of a better phrase, if he's going to hang himself, then he's going to hang himself. And, they, and they, we've always been conditioned to understanding that they're only going to pay what they're going to pay. It will be a take-it-or-leave-it offer. I can't see Colin being seduced into offering, with everything they know, warts and all, a, a, a godfather offer to keep Jordan to go. And it's very much buy beware, not just for St Kilda, but also for Collingwood as well. So I think a take-it-or-leave-it offer comes. And his manager's Ryan Vague, who's also his brother-in-law. So there just quickly to tidy this off, he did speak to the Herald Sun yesterday, Ryan Vague, and he said there's no issue from the club, both... The, him, Ryan, and the club have seen the footage and they've got no issue with it. So that's the correspondence from his manager at the moment. What did you think, Jared? What did you think when you saw the footage? Oh, well, that, um, that, that, that observation from the manager is actually shockingly naive. And it, it doesn't serve Jordan, who clearly needs guidance. So he set himself up to, um, to avoid this sort of thing. He doesn't want to be told this is the way you need to conduct yourself. These are the boundaries. He's got his brother-in-law looking after him. I mean, that, that that's a total fail on his behalf and a lack of personal accountability 
for what he's responsible for and the course of his career. So that's just an abdication, I think. In the same way, I would liken it to Nick Kyrgios doesn't want to have a coach because he doesn't want to be answerable to the coach. Well, Jordan Degoe doesn't want to be answerable in his setup, so he's got his brother-in-law to look after his contract. It's being managed is way more than can you just get this contract signed for me? He doesn't want he doesn't want to face up to that. Yeah, uh, and and for Nick Kyrgios, he's he's hurting himself, isn't he? But Jordan Degoe is hurting the Collingwood Football Club. Like they are an embarrassment this morning when you pick up the front page of the Herald Sun and then you open to page five and six and you see what confronts you. So how how Collingwood could say that this isn't a big issue and how the manager could as well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm staggered by the whole thing. This was the most obvious um, setup for failure um, example that I've seen in a long time. And I, I can't believe those that were defending it at the time. And there was heaps of them. I'm not sure where they are now. Um, but there's a bit of egg on faces here, and, and largely there's a lot of egg on the faces of, of Jordan himself. Clearly, he's the number one, but the Collingwood Footy Club for allowing this to happen. I, I get frustrated, Bryce, with leadership groups, right? So you, you, you appoint a leadership group at the start of the year, and everyone, oh, this is the five-man leadership group. And great, club website statement, these are the leaders. What do they do? Like, if they're not advising one of their players who is at risk mid-year to say, hang on, do you... Like, like if you had Jordan Ngoi sitting in front of you, midway point of the year as a leadership group, you've been in that position, and he said, hey, guys, I want to go to Bali for four days. Well, what do you say? Well, that conversation obviously hasn't happened, has it? Well, um, th- Those conversations do go on, and yeah. if you want to go to Queensland, usually you have to ask the question and, and have that conversation, let alone go overseas. And you're right, there are some players at more risk than others. There's obviously a, a large cross-section of different characters and, and different personalities in any given group. And with his recent record, he would come under that risky category. So they've obviously haven't had a conversation with the leadership group because mm. I dare say if they did, they would have advised him not to go. You'd hope so. So I just wonder what the point of a leadership group is. And if it's, look, if it's Scott Penderbury that wants to take his family to Bali, as I said to you on Thursday, Jared, happy days. Like he's, he's blemish free, no risk, uh, you know, go ahead. But if it's, if it's Jordan Ngoi, the last time I saw him on Instagram, he was topless in a bathrobe in New York. Oh, it's just, uh, I, don't, I don't know what happens now. I mean, there will still be a club that gets sucked in. There's no doubt about that, but it'll be at a, a much lesser level than I thought it would have been you know, a couple of days ago. So my view around the contract negotiation hasn't moved throughout the year is Collingwood, I'm in the, this is the take it or leave it. The mm. maximum we can offer you and are prepared to offer you is this, mm. which is around 700 grand, mm. which might be less than your football talent, but it's not about your football talent. I think it's much harder now for a club to pay the million dollars and bring him in both for how it looks to your fan base, but specifically what it is to your culture. How could you possibly justify... Do you want to... Is it fair to use St Kilda as an example or not? All right. How could you possibly justify to your group where you're trying to build values and buy-in that we're going to spend more than anybody else in this group is earning to bring in this player with his history? Mm. So I think that... It's very easy to say, oh, no, I'd still want him. But you have to think through all the layers that that looks like within the club. You could blow your group up by doing this. I don't see, wow, if a club did it, it, is, it, is, it would be the highest risk recruiting in many a year. Mm. 
And I guess the, the problems that it causes um, and the sleepless nights for football managers. I mean, we you have the football manager come in at the at-risk times, you know, before the off-season break, before, you know, the, the old school Mad Monday, which I don't think they even do now, and before mid-season breaks. Like, the, guys, these are the pitfalls, once again. So I, I don't want phone calls at 1am in the morning to find out that you're in trouble. So I'm, I'm warning you now, if that happens, that is a bad reflection of the club, the sponsors, and the ramifications of that. So then to go and sign Dugowie on a four-year deal, that footy manager is going to have a number of sleepless nights trying to manage this guy at, at, at risk situations. Like now, I just, uh, once again, I, I hope the club isn't absolving themselves of blame here. Um, and because I mean, they did, they did distant, they did uh, a lot of hard work to distance themselves from the rat pack at time. That was a long time ago, but yep. Nathan yeah. Buckley came in and he wanted to change the culture of that. And it was, it was fun and it was good. And they got away with it because they were winning and, and largely the performances of the players involved was, was pretty rock solid, but we've moved since then. We, we've yeah. moved to the point where you can't be in a nightclub tugging on a lady's shirt or doing the acts that he was doing that he's now on the front page of the paper. It's a, it's a complete embarrassment. It's impossible for Collingwood to release a statement. We have no issue with what's in the public. Oh, they they can't. can't. It's no. impossible. That's a, and you, t- you hit on a, a really, I think, poignant point when it comes to the management and those who are advising Jordan to go because the last manager he did have, if I say properly accredited manager, and, and Ryan Vague is that now, but as we know, he's a relative, was Ben Nile, who manages Jeremy Howe. And those two fell out because Ben Nile had some stern conversations with Jordan Dugowie around something as mundane as just returning from the off-season break just a little bit out of shape. He didn't like what he heard, and that led to a fracture between the pair. So I think what you're saying is spot on there. And if you are a club who's going to recruit him, ring those at the Brisbane Lions who brought Brendan Favola into the club and what that did to the, to the setup and to the culture and with eyes wide open and run that case study and go, oh, does this have any similarities mm. to that? Well, I would say they're threefold more than what you the Favola scenario You couldn't was. write enough clauses into the contract to protect it. You shouldn't be writing the contract. Yeah. If you're writing that many clauses in, hey, uh, hey, why are we writing that? Nah, nah, let's just leave him at Collingwood. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.